0: What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Martin, with another episode of Intuitive Minds Podcast. With today's guest, we have singer, songwriter, and drummer, Alex Porter. What's going on, Alex? How you doing? How's
1: it going, boss man? It's an honor to be here. Um, definitely a blessing to be here. Uh, thank you for having me.
0: Pleasure to have you on. Uh, are you on the East Coast or West Coast? Where do you usually reside?
1: I'm on the West Coast. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Um, so, yeah, this is where we're tapping in from.
0: Perfect, perfect. So, you're perfect. So, it's like around what, like two o'clock over there? Pretty much over
1: here, yes, sir. Over here, it's like around two p.m. Hot, sunny, sun shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Barely rains in LA. It barely, barely rains. Yeah, that's the beauty about it.
1: That is a fact.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that minus the traffic, everything else is a beauty about it. There's a lot of beauty to it, minus the traffic. You hit it right on the head.
1: The traffic is definitely um brutal but you know uh one of the reasons why everybody loves to come to cali is because you know um like you mentioned it barely rains and you know like the song says um uh you know it's it's, it's nothing like it never rains in southern california so
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now before before you you got your start where are you where did you grow up and everything who is alex porters give us give us that
1: so I was born in l a um but uh I do have roots from p r it's puerto Rico so yes sir Boricua, represent in the building <laughs> <laughs> most definitely but um I was born in l a um went to p r for a little bit back um with my grandmother and then came back out here to l a actually out of this out of a city named Pasadena went to mm-hmm. school there graduated from um blair high School out of Pasadena um had Real dreams and aspirations to actually playing in the NBA. I was a baller, man, back then. I was an All-American, come out of the city. I was in the papers and everything. Had a very unfortunate injury that kind of just, you know, set me back, um, which basically just turned me straight to music. Started off as a professional drummer at the age of 15. Um, Drumming, I mean, I was blessed to have the gift since the age of two, Mm -hmm. uh, teaching Mm -hmm. But, you know, um growing up in the church, being raised by a single mother and my grandmother. Um, you just try to just use the gifts that God give you to see what it kind of carries you, carries you into moving into the future. Mm-hmm. So that gift was blessed to develop majorly. Um, I would probably say like the age of 12, uh, 10 to 12, I was getting noticed by teachers and everything like yo, this kid really got rhythm. Like he's not just banging on pots and pans and he's not just doing things like that. Like there's something special about him. And then as that gift continued to grow, um, by the age of 15, I was blessed with my first opportunity to really play majorly for, um, man, some of your favorite gospel artists that you know of today, some of your favorite, um, R&B hip hop legends and icons, just, um, playing the drums and, uh, the rest is history until, it crossed over and the legend herself inspired me, Whitney Houston, to take singing um, seriously. Okay. I was drumming for her and I was just in my own corner, just in my own section singing one of my favorite songs by Stevie Wonder called Overjoy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And just singing. And um like most musicians do, whether you're playing in a church um, or you're playing on tour with somebody or just whatever, we all joke around. We may sing, we may dance, we may play or whatever. But I was just, you know, just in the corner, just singing a little bit what I sing. And um, she happened to walk by, um, passed by, and she's all like, Alex, sing a little bit more of that. And I thought she was joking. Honestly, I was like, all right, you just try to I was like, you know, nah, you know, like, you just trying to clown me. You trying to, she's like, no, seriously. So then I started singing a little bit more. And she's the one that said, like, you know, you really, really got a gift. Um, and it didn't really, really hit home until she told me. I mean, ever since I was a kid, you know, my mom, my grandmother, family, people in the church have always said, oh, Alex, you got a gift. You know, you can have a little voice and, it and that. But she looked at me in a way where it's like, no, you can really sing. She's like, you ever thought about singing and becoming a singer? And I was like, once again, like, come on, you're Whitney Houston. Like, stop playing with me, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. like, feel like you're pranking me a little bit. And she's like, no, I'm serious. And she said, I'm serious. And she said, all right, try this. Give me a little tools and breathing techniques. And, and then she was all like, when you sing, don't sing with your head down, raise your chin, look forward. And she said, um, and also, um, you see where you put your hand right here, uh, where the gut is and stuff like that, just little quick. Techniques that she's known and um, she says and project, but then also know how to bring it back a little as well um, Mm -hmm. to uh, self-train your falsetto and things like that. And and she's the one that just really just gave me that like, oh, man, well, maybe I really, really can do this. And from that motivation, um, I would probably say the singing
0: birth of Alex Porter was born. How how many times did you actually seeing her one on one? How long was that? Did you back then? um,
1: People weren't. I know. uh, You know, especially with social media not being Mm -hmm. as dominant as it is today. You know, with the internet and everything. When we're talking back then, everybody wasn't about. Oh my God, you're a big time celebrity. Let me get a picture with you. Oh my God, let me like. We all looked at each other as family. Um, From her mom sissy to Uncle Bobby to a lot of other little different things like us hanging around them. You didn't look at them as like, oh, you're just a great Whitney Houston. It's like, no, Whitney's singing at a church or Whitney's singing at or whatever. And she wants you to come play for her. Or, um, you know, auntie Whitney is singing here or, um, uh, Sissy would basically, um, be all like, listen, um, back then, you know, my full name is Alex Porter Jr. So they'll, they know me as PJ. So they'll say, you know, PJ, you know, this is happening. I'd like for you to play here, whether it's at a church or whatever. I was a teenager still. So it's not like you can just, Grab me and just take me everywhere with you and stuff like that because I was a kid, but I was blessed with opportunities just to be in front of these people. Um, Like I said, not just Whitney, some of your gospel greats as well. Um, Mary Mary, um, Shirley Caesar, Donnie McClurkin, um, just blessed with opportunities. Uh, Teddy Campbell, the Soul Seekers, um, just so many opportunities just to play drums for these guys. And that's all I was ever known as, just a drummer until Whitney was all like, nah, you got something deeper down. So you know, for the few times that I did see her and really had a chance to connect with her one on one she inspired me in a ways that no one have, no one I can say no one no one really could um she gave me that first visual and that first vision of the true definition of believing in someone mm-hmm. and that's all it took for me I would probably say the next person after that that gave me that like oh my God, I believe in you would probably be Stevie Wonder when I was blessed to sing in front of him mm-hmm. at a showcase but whitney it all started with whitney yeah
0: crazy now you mentioned you've worked with a a ton of other talents as well what's what's something that you've learned from or picked up from each one of them or or someone that you still take with you today that you're like okay i learned this from that guy and i'm still taking it applying it today
1: yes sir Um, It's a great question um i've been blessed to be mentored by some of the best in the game and one of the things that They've taught me is, um, you know, not just being a singer, but as a musician as well. You learn to make constructive criticism your best friend. Um, Not everybody's going to like what you do, no matter in what genre it is. But just because they don't like it, it only means that that's just not, not their cup of tea. But what is one person's cup of tea may not be the other person's cup of tea, which basically means just because that one person don't like it, it don't mean that that person won't love it. And that's one of the things that they taught me. They also um, really, really put deep down rooted inside of me that one of the biggest weapons in this industry that you can have is your reputation. The the mm-hmm. the benefit of having relationships and friendships in this game—it's more valuable than money. It's more valuable than fame. It's more valuable than t- celebrity-ness, If you would allow me to say, um, mm-hmm. more value than um, just when you have that that backing behind you that everybody loves you everybody wants to work with you everybody wants to be a part of what you do and who you are then it's no bigger blessing than that and that's how the blessings and the doors will continue to open. One of the things that I can say that I'm truly grateful for is God first, of course, but then secondly, my team. My team allows me to be who I am in a way that those doors continue to open. Uh, Two of my team members are on right now. Um, One of my managers, Natasha Macon, and my publicist, Tay Smith, um, also known as She Diddy. Um, Just in their own beauty of what they are as, you know, actresses and PR and management and everything they they allow me to fulfill those things that a lot of my mentors have put in me um Alex you're truly gifted you got a beautiful image but stay humble Alex you're this you're that but in the midst of that continue to put God first Alex you're great everybody wants you you're this this and that but remember it's about maintaining relationships so just that advice that I've got from a lot of my OG mentors back then I'm blessed. And I thank God that my team continues to instill that into me today. Mm
0: -hmm. It's important to have that, especially nowadays with like, especially with how saturated the industry is, it's important to have that tight knit group. That's the support. That's a great support system. So you're very fortunate to have that. Thank you, man.
1: It says a lot. Uh, I brag about my where I go. And (laughs) one of the things that I'm truly blessed is my team is is powerful women. I think that you know, growing up and seeing a lot of things that uh, Auntie Whitney and a lot of other you know um, women in the industry have gone through, continue to go through. I think um, women at times can get you know um, the bad end short of the stick. So one of the things that I will continue to do is empower just women uh, in the atmosphere. That you know what? Guess what? There are some women in the industry that exactly. are just and they can do just as big time things as you know of your big time men in the industry and i'm here you're hearing it first from me alex porter r&b singer and songwriter and actor i got three of the most powerful women on my squad that anybody would ever want and encounter and everywhere they go they make a blueprint because that's why everybody's inquiring about who i am because of the women that i have on my team and Mm -hmm. it's just no greater gift man that i can ask for
0: now How do you prep for a song when you go into uh, prepping to go write for a song? How do you prep? What's your preparation like? Me? It kind of just
1: depends. Um, I'm big on energy boss. Like I'm really, really big on energy. Um, Mm. uh, I can get sent an instrumental and I'll feel the vibe of how the song is moving and then words will just start coming to my head and I'll start writing Mm Or Um, A lot of times uh, I've actually been uh, talked about and laughed at a lot by this, but sometimes just in order to get me to calm down before a huge performance when I'm singing or anything, I actually might listen to Disney music. Um, I'll just throw on Disney music and just listen to that for like a good hour or um, throw on a Disney soundtrack and stuff like that. It calms my nerves. It preps me. It gets my mind in and just a, a a form of just readiness, um, um, whether it's the soundtrack from Jurassic park or Aladdin or Lion King or just whatever, um, everybody got their own thing that kind of helps them get through what they, what they use as far as a tool. Um, for me, it's just, man, when it comes to writing and singing music, uh, I rely truly on a gift. Um, you just feed it to me, and I'm going to eat it like it's like. plate. Mm-hmm. I, I feel the waves through it, man. I, I really, really do this music thing for real. Um, I eat, sleep, and breathe this music thing. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it's a part of my daily vitamins. Um, you inject me with any type of instrumental, whether it's an EDM crossover or it's a straight R&B joint or if it's a pop mm-hmm. joint, I promise you I'll deliver. Um, if I'm given the opportunity to show you what I can really bring about it. So, you know, in that preparation, I just got to feel the energy of what the waves that it's projecting. And I'll take it from there. Mm -hmm.
0: How do you handle the writer's block?
1: Multiple things. Um, I think that's where I really thank God for my team. My team, every time, you know, I'm in the studio, my team is always around me. Um, If I do have a point where in the studio, where it's like, I can't think of nothing, then. They're the perfect six man coming off the bench. You feel me? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no, that's like, Alex, we got you. Um, One of the team, one of the things that my team really, really presses upon is Alex, you be the artist and let us be the team. Um, And two of the things that I'm really, really good at is singing and writing music. So if I come to a point where it's like, man, I can't think and I can't whatever it's crazy. They know already just to prep me in certain different things that they know to call me and relax me. Like for me, like I said, man, I got weird things. Like I'm one of my favorite fruits is grapes. So it's like going to a studio session. My other manager, um, Amanda Fernandez, I'll be all like, all right, well, let me make sure I got a thing of lemons on the side and let me make sure um, I bring some grapes um, because they just know that that relaxes me and calms me down. Or uh, Natasha. Ta be like, well, let me make sure I got a little thing of halls on him to make sure his voice is just warmed mm-hmm. up. Like, they know me so, so well that if I ever do get to a point where I'm not functioning in the way that I normally do, uh, they know how to bounce me back to get me back in rhythm to deliver. Um, I have been in studio sessions where I'll be like, oh my gosh, like nothing is coming to me. And then Natasha, um, she's not just... One of my managers and just a phenomenal actress she is. Um, Natasha Macon is also my best friend. Been my best friend for years. And she's she knows me uh, better in a lot of ways that a lot of them don't. So she'll literally come down. She'll tell the engineer, the producer, she'll be like, hold up, give me a sec. She'll literally walk in the booth and be all like, all right, look, man, take a deep breath. Uh, she'll literally put my face and be all like, look at me in my eyes. You got this. You Do you know who you are? It's just that motivation, man, of, of, uh, like I said, that uh, I can't just thank God enough for my squad. Like, and it ain't just Natasha, all of them do it. Like Tay, mm-hmm. oh my God, Tay stays on top of me in ways that it's like, understand who you are, but it's it's understanding it in a way that it's not cocky, but it's confident. Mm-hmm. It's like, you do this. You belong on the same stage as these people, and you belong in the same whatever. Understand who you are and dig in, to pull that energy out and know who you are. You're Alex Porter. You do this. And that helps me overcome those writer's blocks or those hurdles and those obstacles, man.
0: And it's important to know that a person's advice will take you as far as it took them. So it's important who you listen to. That's very important as well.
1: Yes. sir. That's part of that constructive criticism. Like I said, um, there's been times where I'll go make a song and they'll be all like, nah, this is not happening. Like we're not putting this out. And I think, man just hit this out of the park man Mm -hmm. like been sweating and and Mm -hmm. and, uh thinking i really really delivered but the thing about it is they're looking at it not just from management standpoint but from uh a, a fan standpoint as well and it's like if it's not hitting home with them then it may not connect or hit home with anybody else um and and like i said uh it's just They wear so many multiple hats, man, and you just hit the nail on the head. Just listening to the right people, they wear so many multiple hats, and that's what allows me to be great.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, outside of music and entertainment and everything, what are some hobbies you like to do? Outside of that.
1: Sports, man. I'm a sports guy. I'm a huge Mm -hmm. LA Clippers fan out here in Los Angeles, California. It's a NBA team out here called the Los Angeles Clippers and Mm -hmm. I'm a huge LA Clippers fan. So I love to watch basketball. I love to play basketball as well. Um, I love to play, you know, uh, you know, flag football and just stay active. Um, I love to work out. I love hiking. Um, Mm -hmm. I got also an eight month old German Shepherd puppy. So uh, I love to take her hiking sometimes. I love to just – or take her to the dog park um, just to stay active, man. Um, I love just recreational things, Um, bowling. It can be um, just doing a lot of different things that's either like team-oriented or family-oriented that gives us – because you do need those times to get away at times. Mm -hmm. This game – I'm going to keep it real type of person, man. This game can be stressful, and it can be uh, – pretty uh it can be pretty stressful at times mm-hmm. uh, but you need those things to kind of you know uh take you away a lot of my friends I remember um um prior to COVID a couple birthdays ago they all took me to um the uh escape rooms and you know just different things like that um that like I said it's just a blessing to have a group of people around you that love you the way they do so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I am I'm. I love
0: to do a multiple, a lot of different things, man. Yeah, yeah, seems like a very active person, yeah. Yes, sir. Especially for LA, which is like a pretty chill town. That's
1: it like... is. There's a lot that goes on out here, other than the fact that, like I said, the weather's always phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. um, But it's anybody that lives in Cali, California, that says, man, I can't find nothing to do, then you must be home. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's there's so much to do out here, man. Um, always gotta be just all the big time stuff and all the, like people love to go hiking. People love to go to the library. People love, people love to just go play tennis. Like people love to do all type of different things. Um, uh, we got, you know, for the scientific people out there, we got something out here called the Griffith Observatory to whether you can Mm -hmm. go check, space and all like it when i say it's literally everything to do out here in cali there's not one thing that you can't do um other than like i said just the traffic being so bad mm-hmm. um but if you get through that and kind of like not let that bother
0: you uh i mean that's why they say it's the entertainment
1: capital of the world
0: mm-hmm. which, which is your favorite part to go hiking for example mine would have to be wisdom tree I love I love hiking over that. which one would be your spot to hike the most? Mine would probably be
1: um it's Natasha can correct me if I'm wrong. She knows the exact uh trail. It's over by the Griffith Observatory. Um um and it'll probably be uh either Running Canyon or uh the Griffith hiking trail. Um mm-hmm. I did do I did do um a hiking trail all, all the way in Palm Springs called Joshua tree. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: that was pretty dope, but it was very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, that's when I was kind of like brand new to hiking a few years ago, a friend of mine took me and it's, but I love the hike because first of all, it's a phenomenal workout. And secondly, um, just to kind of just breathe the air. Um, it's so many different ones. You've got Fryman Canyon and Studio city. Like I said, you got Runyon Canyon, Mm -hmm. um, one by the Griffith observatory. So it's, it's a couple of them, man, that I really, really love, but I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's, I'm always on my P's and Q's when it comes to hiking because it's just as free as it is out there It's animals out there as well. That, (laughs) uh, I'm not a fan of snakes, man. I'm not a fan of mountain lions and coyotes too much. They don't really, yeah. have, don't really. But them mm-hmm. snakes and them mountain lions and stuff, they no joke. And that's kind of like why I like to take my dog with me because you know she'll keep me aware and stuff like that.
0: She's <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, it's, it can be very tricky. It can be very tricky. Where where to hike. And you got to factor in a lot of things, whether it's a long hike, whether it's a very steep hike, because you also right. have the small trails, right. those, those afternoon trails, like they're nearby running Canyon. They're around that, like the rural Canyon area. They're around that area. But yeah, there's so yeah. many.
1: Yeah. They're, so many, and it's but they're all fun. It's like, yeah, you got the short ones and you like the really, really long. Ones. I like mm-hmm. the, I like the in-betweens, man. I like I, the short ones are pretty cool, but I'll probably go like a medium one. Um, but then I don't like the really, really, really long ones because it's like it's it takes you. But there's some beautiful ones. I remember I did one like I said um, out there by Joshua Tree, and it took me to like this waterfall that mm-hmm. I was like, wow. and it's it's some really beautiful ones. But it's a journey to get there, yeah. and yeah, you got to you know, may have to do some climbing, may have to do some whatever. But it's once you get there, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But then remember, you got to go back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I remember doing the wisdom tree and then Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the wisdom tree, but I know I can go to behind the Hollywood sign from the wisdom tree. Right. I was like, I know I could do that. So let me do that. And then I was like, now I got to walk back from the Hollywood (laughs) sign to the It's like, shoot. And I'm, I was thirsty. I was like, man, I am super thirsty. And my friend was like, yeah, don't drink water, don't drink water climbing up because you're going to feel bloated and all of that. And your stomach's going to hurt. And then I was like, ah, oh, it's a struggle.
1: It is. just so much you got to take in when you come to hiking. A lot of people be like, oh, my God, it's a great workout. It's this, this, and that. But the mm-hmm. body really, the body communicates with you on a hike, man. It's mm-hmm. like, if you don't got this is why I say, like, take a backpack or something, which you have, like, a few waters or Gatorades or something in you um, that, you know, um, you can kind of just, Make sure you stay super hydrated, especially out here in Cali. Like it's mm-hmm. man, we don't it's it's the, <laughs> they say that we only experience two seasons out here, uh hot and hotter. Yeah. So like it's we don't really have winters. Um I mean, I know on the east coast and Midwest their winters are super, super cold, but mm-hmm. fifty degrees out here is, is cold to us and uh we um don't just but yeah, man. Um but yeah. it's a thing. Uh, I was actually talking to um, Natasha not that long ago about us uh having it wanting to do a hike um because uh I want to get back out there too.
0: This next question is if your life had a soundtrack, which three tracks would you pick? Mm-hmm of my songs or just any songs? Any song. If my life had a
1: soundtrack, that is a beautiful question. Mm-hmm. Um if my life had a soundtrack, uh I would probably start with in no particular order, okay? hmm um, I would probably go Love, Music, Soul Child. Nice. Um, then I would probably
2: go... Uh, I would probably go... Man, that's a great question. Hmm. Um, let me see. Love, Music, Soul Child for sure. Then I would probably go Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, that's a story within itself. Um. Then I will probably go Tyrese, Sweet Lady. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I will go Neo, Closer. Okay. Michael Jackson's Pretty Young Thing. Hmm.
1: Um. You Bring Me Joy, Mary J. Blige. Hmm.
0: Um Alex Porter's wedding song, The One. Mm-hmm. Do you like performing it or do you like making the song? Which one's it? which one do you prefer? Oh,
1: it's nothing like being on stage, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I literally feel like, and I tell my team this all the time, I feel like I'm on when I'm on stage, I am literally in a whole nother world, mm-hmm. a whole other atmosphere. I'm on like an energy cloud level that can't be reached um, because I connect with my fans and my supporters, man. Um, Like um, I really try to deliver in a way that um, people feel what I'm saying through my lyrics, through my performance and through my music. I may not be the best dancer in the world. I may not know how to, you know, do all of the, you know, uh, tricks and steps and moves that a lot of these other artists may do. But I promise you, you put a microphone in my hand, my voice is going to speak for the voiceless and show you what I'm about.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, speaking of performing, you also performed the National Anthem at the Clippers game, and you're also a Clippers fan. Give give us that experience.
1: Yes, sir. I was blessed to do that twice, man. Uh, I was blessed to the L.A. Clippers called me back on October 11th, and when I say it's a dream come true, man, it's, uh, that's 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 majority sums it up. Uh, it's a dream come true. Um, you know, it's a, a check off the bucket list. Um, I've been a Clippers since I was a baby, since I was a kid, grew up a Clippers fan, and um, being in music, one of the things that you look for is if you was blessed with the opportunity to be able to sing in front of thousands and thousands of people for your favorite all-time squad, it's just a dream come true. And the reception and the energy that I got after was just phenomenal. It, it's it's contagious. It, it makes you want more. <laughs> it just makes you want more. Um, like I said, there's no feeling like it. And you know, they were blessed to call me back again, literally, um, as of, as a uh, like a, a week and some change ago, um, and it was for the Ago Caliente Clippers as well. So it's like, uh, it's, uh, it was a blessing, man. It was, um, like, that's something I c- I can, I can do for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> that's definitely a motivator. Like you said, it makes you want more. And I'm yes, pretty sir. sure you, you're just like, all right, next, I'm going to hit the studio even harder. Now I'm going to go make some some magic because this is motivational enough for me. This is a goal that I I need to, I reached already.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, um, and we actually got another opportunity that came out of it. So look forward to that. Um, a professional soccer team, uh, hit up my campaign was like, we want Alex here. We need Alex to come sing for us now. So, um, it's, it's, it's a blessing man to be able to, you know, to continue to, like I said, to do what I love to do and to feed the people.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, continuing, what's next for for you? What's next for Alex Porter? What can you tell us?
1: Next up, i would probably have to say uh, we're we're, we're transitioning into the holidays, right? So um, I just released um, a huge Christmas single um, titled Christmas With You. Um, Beautiful Christmas song, man. It's for the couples. So if you got that um, significant other that you want to cuddle up with by the tree, get a mistletoe, Presence, by the fire, Um, it's that feel-good music. It's that real R&B that we're bringing you for the holidays. And it's something that, um, like I said, the couples will definitely enjoy. It's something that a lot of um, people, I think, is going to really, really relate to and love. And it's an original song. Um, That's one of the greatest things, probably mostly, that I love about it. Um, It's my own original song. You know, you have those holidays every year that the same thing over and over and over
2: again
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, but we got some new juice for you man and you know everybody that's tapped in or everybody that's going to hear this um go get christmas with you by alex porter i promise you it'll bless your life it'll bless your holiday it'll bless your spirit any room that you played in the energy is going to come off of it and it's going to fulfill that fulfillment of uh of christmas cheer so go get that
0: Mm -hmm. now uh towards the end of the podcast i have these 10 rapid questionnaires that i got from inside the actor studios as i honor its host uh, james lipton the first question is what is your favorite word
1: my favorite word one
2: word yeah one word Hmm. overcome
0: what is your least favorite word fail what turns you on in life
1: turns me on in life Being able to put my loved ones, my family, and my friends in a position that we don't
2: have to worry anymore. Mm -hmm. What turns you off in life? Failure. What sound or noise do you love? Music. What sound or noise do you hate? What sound or noise do I hate? People saying I can't do it. What is your favorite curse word? Oh, shit. <laughs> that's it
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i thought you had to think like oh shit i gotta think about that one um yeah what profession other than your own would you like
2: to attempt um
0: basketball what profession would you not like to do
2: had yeah, that was like a two-part question It'd probably be basketball and acting
1: um but Profession that I would not like to do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a profession I would not like to do is retail or sales
0: mm-hmm. or management. Nice. if uh, And the last one is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Job well done, my son. Mm-hmm. Any last words you'd like to give to the people, any shout outs, and where can they follow you on the social?
1: Yes, sir. Um, Everybody definitely can follow me on my Instagram, official underscore Alex Porter. Once again, that's official underscore Alex Porter. Um, check out my website, um, alexporter.info. Once again, that's alexporter.info. And if you need the spelling of that, it's a l-e-x-p O R T E R. Um, you also uh, follow me on Twitter. Um At Alex Porter underscore ENT. That's Alex Porter underscore ENT. Check out my Spotify. Y'all tap in with my music. I promise you it's going to bless y'all. I got a hit single out right now called Take This Chance. That's literally taking the world over by storm. And y'all can tap in my Spotify. Just go ahead and type in uh, Alex Porter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, uh, Google me for those Google heads out there. Type in Alex Porter Singer. Um, and if you want just full access to everything, go to my Instagram, follow me on Instagram first at official underscore Alex Porter, but click the link in my bio and it will take you to everything. My website, my YouTube channel, follow me on TikTok. Um, like I said, um uh everything you want and need to be a part of what um, Alex Porter and Team AP is doing, Um, definitely tap in with us. Once again, guys, I can't stress enough, follow me on IG, official underscore Alex Porter. And also there's a link on my website at alexporter.info that, you know, if God leads and blesses anybody to want to bless the journey, you guys can do that as well. Uh, Tap in with us. Um, Once again, we are getting into the holiday spirit after Thanksgiving. Go get Christmas with you. It is the Christmas time. Mm -hmm. It is the holiday spirit. Mm -hmm. Go get Christmas with you by Alex Porter. It will bless your life. You will not be disappointed. Shout out to my team, Team AP once again. Amanda Fernandez, manager. Sorry, that's my dog in the (laughs)
0: background.
1: Manager extraordinaire. Um, Natasha Makin, who's tapped in right now, Um, manager extraordinaire, plus phenomenal actress. Uh, The queen herself, Tay Smith, also goes by She Diddy. Um, PR, like guru. Um, Tap in with the team, follow all their social medias, which you can catch on my IG. And um, thank you so much for everybody Mm -hmm. that (laughs) continues to just basically,
0: yeah, she's like, That's all good. She's trying to say something as well.
1: (laughs) Plug in her information too. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) She basically uh, is, that's an eight month old puppy for you. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, (laughs) everybody follow me, tap in, be a part of the journey. And I promise we got bigger and better things coming in the brand new year of 2022 and let's continue to get it.
0: Perfect. All right, guys, this is another episode of intuitive minds podcast featuring Alex Porter. Peace.